Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Hello, hello. Welcome. Good afternoon. I actually, uh, I don't know why I didn't hear, but uh, welcome. Welcome to another edition of Lunch with a Shark. And let me see here. We have difficult technical difficulties here. And uh, I, I, uh, sorry, Jesus, I actually uh, had my speakers off and I didn't uh, hear you. And I didn't uh, hear the... um, the, the, the little signal there. So how are you guys? Things going on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I'm your host, your ghost host, Vidal the Shark Spinoza. And uh, we are actually uh, finishing uh, here in San Diego a heat wave uh, that uh, mark different, different um, uh, records. Uh, I think it's uh, it's been one of the the longest strike uh, strikes of uh, heat wave that we've had in the last uh, uh, I think last decade if I'm if I'm correct uh, don't don't quote me on it and um, but at least I think today is the last day it's not going to be as hot as it was a couple of days ago uh, we are going to supposedly we expect. Uh, thunder showers in our mountains. I, I sound like a meteorologist. I am not. Hey, Craig, how are you? Uh, Craig is our friend. He's a meteorologist. And um, how are you? Nice. Uh, hope hope to see you soon. So how are you guys doing? How's everything going? Uh, it seems like uh, Uber and Lyft. They're gone. They're gunners. Bye-bye from California. Uh Another tremendous economical impact to this amazing state. Unfortunately, uh, actually, I'm going to avoid any comment about this, but um, damn. I wonder what millennials are going to do without Uber and, and, and Lyft. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder if uh, taxis, taxi companies are going to come up with their own application where we can actually call them and hack us up. Um, DoorDash and those companies are next, unless they have employees. So it's interesting because this is actually a good topic or a good entrance 
to today's topic. So I don't know if you re if you remember when we spoke about life cycles of your business in our Lunch with a Shark series that uh, we had a couple of months ago. And when we spoke about the toddler stage of your business, remember that we we uh, we uh, equated our human life cycle with our businesses life cycles and the similarities that they have and the same things that we go through uh, human life cycles we actually experience them in our businesses uh, to be exact i think it was episode 91 okay i don't know who got this quote i don't know if gabriel provided it to us because he was keeping track of it but episode 91 uh, if you want to go back and check this in our YouTube channel or here in Facebook in our Invictus Advisors uh, uh, page, uh, you'll be more than uh, pleased with that information that we provide. We explain actually how a toddler is a runaway train and how it, run, it just runs around anywhere it wants. Just look at a toddler. Look what they do. Look how they act. They just run, uh, they run around like chickens without heads, plain and simple. They just do that. They go one side to the other. Um, I see it on my uh, baby girl, Anna Georgia, Anna Georgia kisses. I hope you're watching. And also to my other baby girl, Emma kisses. I'll see you soon, hopefully. And uh, they run around like chickens without head. And it's fun for them. But because they run like chickens without head, they bump into things. Things happen, things break, uh, things don't get, things don't go the way we want. And that's the way a toddler stage business, it's run. It's a runaway train. So one way to start to control your toddler, your toddler business, is by having a good set of internal controls. You're going to tell me, oh, I am too young to have controls. I am too young to have internal controls in my business. Oh, no, you're not. That's the right moment or the precise moment that you must have internal controls. They're necessary. The small businesses says, we're too small for internal controls. That's our lame excuse. We are too small for internal controls. But even a relatively small business must and can enforce certain internal controls that are very efficient in the growth of the business. So what are internal controls? Because from the get-go, you are going to tell me, oh, I'm too small or I don't need internal controls. But do you know what, inter what are internal controls? So internal control, it's a process for assuring of your organization's objective, its operational effectiveness and efficiency. Let me go back again, okay? It's a process for assuring of an organization's objectives in operational 
effectiveness and efficiency. It sounds like a riddle. Reliable financial reporting and compliance with laws, regulations, and policies. Plain and simple, they're rules. They're rules that we must follow in our day-to-day -day operation. Basically, it's telling whomever is helping you in your company how to proceed and handle certain complex or not so complex operations in your business. That simple. That simple. So if you want certain things done your way, just have in place certain internal controls, certain rules. I call them rules of the game. Rules of the game based on your liking, but following rules and regulations that are by law, that are by state, by the federal government, in your industry, and so forth and so on. Like, for instance, we are, as accountants, we're ruled by the American Institute of Account or Certified Public Accountants. And for accounting purposes, we must follow GAP, the General Accepted Accounting Principles. Okay? Those are sort of internal controls for accounting. When you have an accounting department, your accountant must follow general accepted accounting principles. Guess what? I'm, 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 I'm guessing that you might be old enough to remember Enron. Enron, their accountants, their CPAs, their auditors, looked to the other side and forgot to apply general accounting accept, uh, uh, general accepted accounting principles when they were reporting their financial statements to uh, their shareholders and to the uh, stock exchange. They actually misrepresented the numbers. They actually were saying that their profits and their assets were more than what they were in reality. So they lacked internal controls and see what happened. Mind you, you're going to tell me, yes, but I'm a small company. Yes, you are a small company. But do you want to control? Do you want to continue being that small? Or you're planning to grow? Because if you're planning to stay being that small, then perfect. That's fine. Carry on. But I think that your ultimate goal is to be big. Big enough based on your dreams and goals and wishes and desires and blueprint and whatever, whatever not, right? So obviously you're gonna phase from the toddler stage to childhood. And when you're a toddler, your toddler has one set of rules that learns at that stage that continues with those rules as they grow older, as they become a as they become children, uh, they go through childhood, they go into young adult, teenagers, blah, 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 and so forth and so on. We are still as adults regulated by certain internal controls that our parents gave us. Don't put your elbows in the in the table. Eat with your mouth closed. Don't chew with your mouth open. Don't talk with your mouth full. Things like that. Those are internal controls, right? Those are rules. So you probably are like, huh? 
what the hell? Can you explain this more clearly or as if I was a three-year-old? Well, internal controls, again, means you have a written, so they must be written, specific process to keep track of your business, your operations, your finances. Some employee comes over here and says, oh, you know what? Uh, I bought this for the company. You need to reimburse me. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to reimburse me. You said that you were going to reimburse me. Holy shit. I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Should I give you cash? Should I give you a check? Do you accept credit card? So writing a or having a procedure, a plan, a process on how to reimburse your employees for expenses they incur in the company, that's a good example of having a internal control. What do you do with products that do not meet specific uh, standards? Do you have a control for that? That's quality control. If, if this chingadera doesn't close properly, then you discard it, you scrap it by logic. Uh, we actually had a saying in the restaurant um, with, with my chefs. It's like, if you would not eat it, would you give it to your guest? No. Then, therefore, you have to remake it. Or then, therefore, you have to trash it and do it again. Okay? You don't serve it to your customer, to your client, to your guest. So... If, if you apply that rule to your business, like would you uh, wear it? No, I would do this alteration or this blah, 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 blah. Not because it doesn't fit me, but because I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. Then you won't put it out in the floor to be sold. If your delivery or your paper to your client, it's not at par with the values or whatever you would seek from somebody like you, you don't put it out. That's internal control. That's quality control. That's telling your employees a clear direction as to how to proceed. You're actually telling them in a process, in a system, instead of having each employee going to you or going to a superior and saying, hey, what do I do with this? Hey, what do I do with this? It's sort of a the top 20 or the top 10 most asked questions. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think it's easier like that. Who is responsible for double checking payments to vendors? What? Oh, they can just write checks and send them. What? You might be double paying vendors. You might be double paying vendors, but one check is going to your uh, uh, accounts payable uh, person and actually the other check is going to the vendor have you real have you know have you realized that are you even aware of that have you ever thought about that i know what you're probably saying i only have a couple of people why should i have internal controls well newsflash this is a type of situation that a business needs to make sure internal controls are in place Plain and simple. Even if you, 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 
are running your business by yourself, you must have your own set of internal controls for yourself. Mind you, I'm pretty sure you're, you're not going to be stealing from yourself, but you might be commingling funds. You might be utilizing your business accounts for your personal expenses. That's commingling funds. It sounds very legal. It is. It's a legal term. It sounds as if you were stealing. It's not stealing. That's the legal term for mixing uh, uh, funds or, or transactions in other account that it doesn't belong to you. It actually does not belong to you personally. It belongs to your business. Okay. So the less people you have, the easier it is for a person to manipulate the system. I only have two employees. Mm -hmm. Tough. Because since they have so much power and authority within the environment of the business, it's easier for them to actually manipulate, hide um, everything in the system. If multiple people are not looking at financial transactions, then uh, more theft may take place in your company. Also, don't try to control all the monies yourself. Sooner or later, you're going to have to relinquish part of your control to other individuals. But when it comes to finances, our recommendation when it comes to internal controls is relinquish that control, but not in just one person, two or three or four individuals, okay? That's our control. Just think about it, okay? Here are just a few ways internal controls can help you save your money in the long run. And let's focus on financial internal controls, okay? I'm going to tell you 17 financial controls that every business should have in place. Number one, keep business and personal finances separate. People, do not commingle your funds. Yes, I cannot stretch long enough or big enough, whatever it is, however it's set, even though it's your business, okay, it's a different person than you. You would not go to your mother or father and use their business account without their authorization. It's the same thing with your business account, okay? Do not commingle personal and business finances. Second, conduct background checks before hiring. It's very, very easy, not complicated. You must actually follow the law and let them know, hey, we hire individuals after we perform a check. They're not expensive. They must consent to it. $50, $60 will go a long way. Review your business monthly bank statements in details. If not monthly, review them every week. But also, don't be on your freaking bank account every single day and consider your financial statements. Wrong. But just review your bank statements because banks are run by humans as well. And there's a lot of mistakes in some bank accounts. That's why 
one of our processes internally for our clients is that we take over the bank reconciliation for our accounts, for our clients. Because in that way, if our client is preparing their banks, their, 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 their bookkeeping internally, we handle the accounting. Part of the accounting is reconciling those banks so we can issue financial statements. One of our processes to validate that information is through the bank statement. Now, if we have questions or we see a spike on certain expenses or a spike on a withdrawal or a uncommon transaction, we'll immediately address this with a client and say, hey, did you go to the branch or utilize your ATM to withdraw $20,000? They'll tell me yes, no, no, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll start investigation and so forth and so on. So a good internal control is um, keep a close eye on your bank statements, okay? Review your bank statements. Fourth, create a monthly cash flow projection. That's what we're here for. We actually help our clients create cash flow projections. So basically is predicting the future in the monies, when it comes about monies, real monies, uh, about their sales, which is their revenue, their incoming cash, and their outgoing cash. Okay, so we prepare sort of a cash flow budget. And that helps them with an internal control. Review also all your credit and debit card statements. Maybe maybe you have employees that carry your business credit card. Just look at them, have them provide you a for every single transaction that they conduct through that credit card and justify the reason as to why it was necessary and ordinary in their in, in their business, in their work to do that expense. Okay? Receipts. That's internal control. But if you don't know it and you get audited, it's going to cost you money. Right? And maybe that employee is utilizing certain expenses for his own. Okay? It's not a biggie. Shit happens. He can just repay you. This is his job. But at least you caught it. Set up inventory control systems. Do you have inventory? Nah, I don't need an inventory. I know how much I have. Ooh. Are you in the restaurant industry? So do you check your inventory versus your sales to make sure that if the butcher brought you 20 ribeyes, uh, you actually sold 20 ribeyes? That's a good way to catch uh, people stealing inside your restaurant. Hey, why do I have 50 ribeyes and we only bought 20? Does that make sense? Monitor point of sale transactions. Have a internal control for point of sale transactions. And this is very common when it comes maybe to, um, to not having or having a very lax in inventory system in the restaurant industry. Um, you order 
I said, let's keep with the, the example of the 20 ribeyes. You order 20 ribeyes, okay? And there's only one cell of ribeyes, but you're out of ribeyes. So you ask, what happened? There's two things that could have happened. One is that your wait staff is stealing from you and not marking the ribeyes because they're the most, they're probably one of the most expensive items in your menu. Or uh, the chef is going to say, hey, uh, I uh, accidentally threw out the ribeyes. Okay, so that's a way to mitigate and understand if there's theft occurring, uh, lack of uh, control in your kitchen, maybe on your bar. Uh, the, the, the bartenders tend to give a lot of court courtesies. Oh, yeah, they tip me instead of putting it in uh, outside the house. So the, the people feel a little bit, uh, oh, good, he, t he gave me one in the house. So here's um, a bigger tip for you. You keep control. It's your business. Okay? So point of sale. It's very important. Don't put on persons in charge of petty cash. Petty cash, in my point of view, should not even exist anymore. So if only one person is in charge of petty cash, there's room and opportunity for that. Two or three people. Sporadic checks. Spontaneous checks. Just don't have petty cash. If your business or industry requires to have petty cash, keep a tight control on it. From the get-go, not until you're grown. Why am I not having profits? Well, guess what? You're replenishing that petty cash every single day. Have you noticed that? You're too busy on other things, on growing your business, that it's pennies. But those pennies tally up. Review all outgoing payments. Have an approval process. Require vendors to submit detailed invoices. Detail. Hey, I sent you 10 kilos or 10 pounds of ribeye. No, 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 no. I send you 10 pounds of ribeye, but they're in portions of eight ounces. So it's uh, this many um, uh, individual pieces. And so many blah, 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 blah. Uh, one bottle of this, 10 bottles of that, blah, 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 blah. Detail, detail invoices. Sign your ch the checks yourself or double signature. It's a little bit more complicated when two people are going to commit fraud or steal or embezzle than just one. And I don't think you are personally going to steal, commit fraud or embezzle on your own. So two signatures or two different processes for approval. Review payroll before it goes out. Payroll has to be processed and reviewed by two individuals. Remember, we're humans. But if we don't have a process or a control, it's going to cost us a lot. Delegate financial duties to multiple employees. Financial duties should be delegated regardless between two or three people. Again, it's very difficult for two or three people to uh, come to an agreement when they're going to commit a fraud because 
someone doesn't want to get caught or one will, 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 will be a whistleblower. It's complex. So diminish the possibility of that. Two or three people have the financial duties. Check up on employees involved with your business finances. Spot checks. And then, hey, can I see the checkbook? And then you just validate it versus your accounting system that the checkbook, uh, the last or the next check number is 1199. So the one in the accounting system is 1198. Things like that. Minuscule, but things that are going to help you keep control. Monitor the use of debt. Oh, I had a credit line of 150, but now it's $140,000 that we owe. Where did the money go? Why, where do we use it? Monitor your debt. It's very simple. Plan ahead for business financing. Shit, the pandemic hit us. Were you prepared? Do you have a credit line? Do you have credit cards with enough credit available in case of an emergency? Do you have a loan lined up? Do you have a credit line in case that you have to uh, shut down and you are going to still, you're still going to have to pay your rent, your utilities, some part of your uh, insurances. You still have some fixed costs, even though there's no revenue coming in. Don't be uh, predictable. An internal control or you being predictable helps whomever wants to steal from you or generate an embezzlement or fraud or uh, diminish your credibility in the in the industry because you're predictable. You'll do the same things over and over and over. So internal controls, even though they're predictable, they are a strict, strict. They, they cannot be bended. Oh, it's... Uh, you know what? We're hiring him. I fully trust him for the uh, accounting position. He can sign, approve, blah, 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 blah. No. Internal controls should not be lax. Internal controls apply to everyone. There's no exceptions. Okay? So also don't be predictable. So how can internal controls help us? We said it. Prevent fraud and theft embezzlement. Establishing internal controls can help companies prevent or reduce trust, prevent or reduce fraud and theft within their organization. Internal control can include activities such as reconciling bank statements and internal audit reviews, which it can uncover whether the company money is being misappropriated by management or employees. Organize financials and management information. Internal controls can help your small business keep its financial and management inform, uh, information organized. Hey, accounting department, please give me this three, four, five report on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. So management and send it to sales department, HR, blah, 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 blah. Plain and simple, plain and simple, organized data can increase productivity and better prepare your business if you need to produce documents for litigation or if you need to grab information for compliance, for reviews, for IRS audit, I don't know. But if you're organized, it's plain and simple. 
our clients called us or email us and say, hey, Vidal, would you be able to send us this, 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 and that? Let me tell you one thing. When we get emails like that, we reply to them uh, when it's time to reply, but it doesn't take us that long because everything is organized, everything is in their files, everything is prepared, everything is up to date. So if you have that same process, and you're gonna tell me, that's why they pay you for it. Yes, that's what they pay us for. But we have internal controls that help us have every single client that we have compliant and up to date. That's the keyword, compliant and up to date. Are you and your company compliant and up to date? And don't give me the bullshit like, well, I am no accountant and I don't know uh, all the laws and regulations. Really? Separation of duties. One person approves and signs uh, and, and, and prints out the checks. Another person reviews the invoices, reviews that that product or service had been rendered and signs the check. Separation of duties. Not the same person. You, I, I don't approve my own invoices. I send the invoices to a client and I don't approve them. Even though I cut checks for the client, I don't approve them. I wait until the client sends a confirmation and says, go ahead. Generally, most likely, it's an immediate go ahead. You're approved forever. No, I am seeking every time approval. Please authorize it. We approve certain invoices from their, their internal management. Hey, they send us the invoice, we review, we approve, and we issue check. Even though they're team, even though they're up there in the corporate ladder in that business, they can easily just go to the owner and say, hey, can you pay me? But they know, they understand the separation of duties. It's an internal control that will help them face out of their own companies to become the true business owners. Everything that we've been talking about so far, it's helping you set the foundations so you can become the true entrepreneur business owner that you want to be. That's all there is. There's nothing else. You may just have just, you may have just realized you need some internal controls. You may have just realized, shit, I didn't know about this. I had an idea. Ha ha. And the Georgia. Ha ha. I had an idea. But how the hell do I start? What the hell do I do? I don't want to overcomplicate my company. I don't want to red tape. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, I'm red taping my operation. It's not red taping your organization. Trust me. In the long run, I'm more than 99.99% sure it's going to help you headaches. It's going to help you money. 
and it's going to deter fraud, embezzlement, or uh, theft. If you just realize that, shit, I need internal controls. Well, one way to get some help is to, guess what? You got it. Call us. Send us an email. Send us a video. Send us smoke signals. Send us reaches. Get a hold of us however you want. We can help you. So for those of you that want to uh, do, uh, do it yourself and you think that you can do it, you're more than welcome to do it. Here are three tips where you can start creating your internal controls. Okay? You don't need to call us. You can help. We can help you with these three tips. First of all, document and re-evaluate your operational and financial processes. I'm more, I'm extremely sure that you neither have operational or financial processes. So, create some. Number three, number two, sorry. Implement and approve processes for employee spending. It's very simple. Just with a clear mind, go over, hey, how my employees are spending my money, my company's money. Let me get an approval process. You're going to realize once you start approving or looking into those expenses, how much shit you're just throwing away. When you realize that, you're going to be like, why do we have this? Why do we need that? Why are we using blah, 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 blah. And you are going to cut costs, maybe by 40%. Trust me. We can actually look into it. But if you have plenty of time not growing your business and trying to be or seem that you're busy, go ahead, do it yourself. Perfect. And number three, <clears throat> review areas unique to your business where employees may be able to manipulate information and identify how to monitor, monitor them. Please understand that I'm not telling you to do it yourself instead of your employees. Please understand that, for example, I'm not telling you to carry on the burden of doing your bookkeeping on your own because you don't trust your employees. If you don't trust your employees, I think it's time to look for new members for your team. Okay? So those three tips or those three actions are going to help you create a plan instructions, bullet points that will convert into your internal controls. Document processes about operation and financial, implement approval processes for your employee spending, and review areas unique to your business where employees may be able to manipulate information that is provided to you. Let me tell you one thing. Not having internal controls is one thing, but having bad internal controls can be detrimental and can kill your company. They're difficult. If you don't know where to start, book a call. It's complimentary, 15 minutes. Invictus-advisors.com slash shark. We have team members that specialize on creating 
and evaluating internal controls. Remember, you create them, evaluate them. You must implement them. Don't be afraid to tell your team, hey, these are the new policies. These are the new internal controls. These have to be processed and done and utilized every single freaking time. There's no, no exceptions. Implementation, it's hard because maybe you're trying to be friends with your employees. So you have a organization atmosphere, good organization, uh, uh, team camaraderie. Fuck, you need somebody external to come and be the, 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 the bad cop. So take a minute also, like us on our social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I think we also are LinkedIn. Please follow us on LinkedIn. Follow us in, in uh, Invictus Advisors LinkedIn page. We are actually having uh, different information, valuable, not that nothing is valuable in our social media, but we're having uh, blogs in LinkedIn. We're having fun information on Instagram. Each social media has different information. So follow us on all. Everything complements. Everything adds up. So um, take a minute to also let us know what you think about this. What do you think how we're doing? What do you think about what we're saying? Which topics you want us to, to address? What's your pain point? How can we help you through lunch with a shark? Remember, you started it a business for a reason. You started it a business, you are an entrepreneur to evolve, to generate business, not to manage or operate a business. I think that most businesses, once they run out money, uh, the second factor because they close down, it's because business owners, entrepreneurs lose their passion, lose their mojo, lose their momentum. And it turns so tedious. Running a business, it's not easy. Running a business is complicated. Running a business, making decisions, it's extremely, extremely complicated. But the only reason it's complicated because we make it complicated. Don't. There's help out there. Learn to ask for help and learn to use that help that people are offering you. Also, um, Lunch with a Shark, it's on Spotify. We actually have a Spotify channel, Lunch with a Shark. So follow us there. That's a new, that's that's a, a brand new, well, no, not a brand new, it's been there, but start following us there. Listen to us on, on Spotify. And as every other Lunch with a Shark lately, I'm going to end up with a quote from Jeff Bank, Ronald Reagan, the best president in history of the world, based on my belief. Ronald Reagan said, trust, but verify. Trust, but verify. So, so, so relevant to today's atmosphere. 
so, so relevant to today's topic. This really sums up today's episode. You need to trust your numbers, but verify that they are right. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you tomorrow. Bon appetit. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.